Now what is surrender? The ability to give yourself wholly to something. The grace of letting go at the right moment of knowing how to let go when the time is right without torturing yourself with self-doubt or overthinking things. Welcome again to season two of Chillin' Ambitious, the podcast that points out shit you didn't know was relevant. This is the Life Innovator series, and we like, we'd like to welcome you to the dream. I'm O. I'm No. And together we make Oh, oh No. no. Um, Anais Nin wrote, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. <laughs> what do you think that means, though? <laughs> tight in a bud. Tight in a bud. <laughs> blossom blooming. Uh, this is going to go downward <laughs> fast. <laughs> so dirty. Actually, I thought <laughs> you tried to set me up for now. <laughs> I'm trying not to go there. Uh, <laughs> No, because it, it can be scary to blossom. Um, you risk uh, things that you like the unknown. You don't know how you're gonna ris- like how you're gonna handle it. You're not gonna know like if you're gonna be okay. If like people are gonna judge you for it, or like I don't know. If I personally like like when you notice that, I like taking the jump myself because I just know life's gonna turn around and like push you off of it yourself so you might as well just like have yeah. some semblance of like i'm ready Walk let's the- mentally prepare okay yeah. let's go well then having the swift kick in the butt of like the the pain that would come when you're not ready well i mean aside from like the mentally prepared part like it takes like all this like and ener- you, you think of like all this energy and might it takes to like just like because per- it's still per- propulsion like forward mm-hmm. but like the word surrender is kind of like assessing and just being like if i'm gonna do this i'm just gonna like stop resisting once i do this like that's kind of what i was that's how i interpreted um like the risk to remain tight being more painful than like well i do feel like i i uh when you get like a pain inside you like i used to get like these uh like in your (laughs) stomach (laughs) literal okay it's true though like i'm actually i mean i and i had a friend who all of a sudden he had this like big pain in his like gut and i was like stop fighting it because you want to be like like you start tensing up you know and you start being like like oh why won't this go away why is it still here and you're just actually making it worse and you're making your body tenser and like the pain around and like actually like if you just breathe and let go like and and like surrender to the fact that like it just needs to pass it like goes so much faster <laughs> to pass gas it just turned a beautiful thing something so ugly okay well surrender well okay i'm surrendering to well surrendering surrender the word surrender actually comes from sanskrit uh ishvara pradihana meaning really yeah, meaning surrendering, which is pranihana, to a higher source, which it's is a, the Ishvara. So it's actually like surrendering is kind of like it's it's about. I mean, you could call it God, or it's you a Sanskrit it. word. Well, it comes from the Sanskrit. Oh. I several people have cl- like today. I learned. Yeah, today you learned. Um, but it's about yeah, <laughs> surrendering to a higher source, like a god or goddess, or it could be yourself or your, your life, you know, the light, your mother nature, whatever. 
Yeah, and or at the very least, if you've ever been to New York City, if you've ever been to the Grand Canyon, there's just a oh. sense of like, I am a dot, you know, and like the Grand Canyon. I think about it literally every day. I felt like the small. I was like, I'm a speck, yeah. and got like, and something power, You're like something, something bigger made than, than you. Me At the least, nature is like more power. Like that, yeah. What <laughs> something bigger than me made this? Absolutely. Um, so yeah, but talking about not being afraid of that and kind of surrendering to whatever your high power is. Um, is That's the theme of today. So yeah, so Frankie is 23 years old. Frankie Lee three is 23 years old. That's today's life innovator. Yeah, he dances for like seven, for a, a Dawson dance company in San Francisco. He also teaches hip hop heels. He also does site specific dancing. He also models. models. Um, yeah, and so he makes his living off of only dance. So if you're a dancer, you know how hard that actually is. Um, but there's hope. There's hope. It's very rare. Um, and so he actually tells us about how surrender has helped make that happen. So let's listen. So hi, say hi, Frankie. Hi, hello, hello. What's up, Frankie? What's up? What's up? Um, so glad you're here with us today. Me too. Um, yeah, there was like something when I met you, like talking to you. You kind of had this like I was telling. Oh, it's like this like quality about you that's like the best way I've heard it described is when when um, Jerry Seinfeld described. Uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. He said... You were like a light bulb that was just suspended in midair. <laughs> that's what you look like. And like, that's how you kind of remind me. You're just like... You just meet this guy and you go, hey, there's no wires holding this light bulb up. And there's no electricity to light it up. How is this floating? Oh, that's Jimmy Fallon. He's just excited to be here. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, Frankie. He's Frank- just excited to be here. Frankie's, yeah. yeah Frankie's just purely just- excited to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's adorable. I love it. You're so present. And I also, like, love that you said that, like, you kind of, like, found spirituality was in dance, like, when you started dancing, when you first took a, a class with Dawson or Alonzo. Sorry. I'm just, yeah. Which, um, you want to tell that? Yes. Well, bo- both of them are associated with Alonzo King Lines Ballet. Uh, I danced with Gregory Dawson, who um, has danced with Alonzo for like 30 years. He was a pioneer for the company when it first started. And uh, Alonzo's philosophy is very close to bringing mind, body, and soul into one. So your mind, so far as what you learn in dance, your soul, so far as what you believe in, um, wa- rather as goddesses, God, or yourself, or um, your family, and mind, and your body, so far as your instrument as a dancer. So f- finding a way to combine all of those. For me, when I first started dancing, I would separate. Okay, I'm on stage. I'm performing. Da da da! Yay. Versus when I grew up dancing in church, it was about 
it wasn't about me. It was about um, giving my gift back in a way because it was given to me, you know? So um, now, now that I've been training with Gregory and at Alonzo King Lines, they've helped me find that genuine um, voice, my my way of giving back, putting my heart on stage. That is something that I have been trying to find and I think I've found and putting my heart on stage and not holding back, trying to conserve my energy. But like after each performance, like I'm like, okay, I have to set it down. Like I'm versus like in the past, I've been like, okay, that was good. Woo. And now it's like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe. Like, I literally, yeah, I put everything out there. Like, I was not selfish. It was just like, I put it out there for what I believe in, my God, and also to share what I have to offer to the people watching. You're the instrument of dance. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Did you have some moments, I guess, when you really surprised? yourself in terms of like you're on stage and all of a sudden it, it takes you emotionally or something in a different way than you had every time when you rehearsed it. Yes. Performance is always like when you're in rehearsal, it's awesome to go to like a place of growth. But then when you're on stage, it's the adrenaline kicks in and it's like, you're like a whole nother animal. Like, you know, people say like sometimes when adrenaline kicks in and there's an emergency, some like humans can lift cars or whatever. Yeah. Like, so it's like this superhuman strength that comes and I'm like, ah, I'm ready. Like, let's do this. And there's also been times where I've been in class where like recently, two weeks ago, I took a ballet class and the teacher related the the use of our arms to loving ourselves and then in opening out, giving it to others and relating that to before you can love someone else, you have to love yourself. And so in the, um, we were dancing and I started applying that and I had a really emotional time where I felt um, balance like for turns. And I was like at the bar and I was like, oh my gosh, I've never found this ever in dance. And I wanted to just like start crying in class, like, oh my God, like this is awesome. <laughs> surrendering and like, like surrendering also comes with, you know, when you learn something, being vulnerable to put that aside and being like, okay, well, you know what? The teacher told me to try it this way. Although I'm used to doing it this way, I'm going to put my pride aside, my ego and surrender to their philosophy. And in surrendering, I gained so much that day, and it was a very liberating experience. Yeah, that's really cool. That's beautiful. Then yeah. that's totally in line with Judith Orloff, who is the the author of The Ecstasy of Surrender: Twelve Surprising Ways Letting Go Can Empower Your Life. She says that like that surrender actually comes from the heart, which is kind of counterintuitive to like man, you know, because we're like so used to like using our brain to make decisions. Mm. Um, but it actually like comes from human consciousness and intuition. So like, it's really about like sensing connection instead of like forcing connection. Like how you were saying you were like, before you were dancing and you were like, oh, I'm going to be the best. And like, look at me dancing versus like, let me just feel this dancing. And then hmm. probably even having a better performance, but just feeling better from that performance. Yes. You you said something when we were 
Noel said something when we were together about ego that really that really um, caught my attention. What was it you were you were talking about? Um, How you're not your your ego is like always giving like telling you that your head. Like yes. people like to think of ego as like as be something that's powerful that like oh you know like that it's empowering but most of the time your but your ego is really what's in your head that's telling you like oh you ain't shit like you can't mm-hmm. do this or whatever and but your ego has nothing to do with who you are as a as an actual person like your ego is just like thoughts and you know you either feed your ego or you feed your soul like those are your two options I love that Yeah um and or like, <laughs> yeah, that's your super ego. Yes, I'm gonna like You're write like... that down in my notes. Real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I, I think that's really true because, like, there's always some like resistance, like, and the resistance is usually in your head because you want to like be, um, like, you're planning for something or you're trying to like be ahead of something, but like s- surrendering, I think, is really just not. Um, is knowing that that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. Like whatever you're thinking doesn't mean anything. Or asking yourself maybe why you think that. Like what's what's stopping you? Lose yourself to dance. Lose yourself to dance. Lose yourself to dance. Judith Orloff uh, says that surrender is being able to give yourself wholly to something in a flow that's intuitively attuned. So that means you make choices of what you want to flow with and what flow does not feel good. So like you can try things and say, oh, that doesn't feel great. I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm. But really it's like about does, does this align with the kind of per- like with the, the person I am, like you're saying you always try to bring positivity, but that also that you're always dancing. Like you're always in posture. You're always thinking about like you were saying like, for example, like every movement you see someone do. Yeah, like how you just did that. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're like, you, you view it as like a piece of dance. Yeah. Like, and so. I love that because dance is just how you move your body, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess if you're thinking, you stop thinking of dance as only being like when someone's on stage. Yeah. And that's that's specifically dance. I didn't really thought about it like that. Just in terms of like, as you, as a dancer, probably trying to draw inspiration from different places. It's just like, how can your body move and express yourself? Yeah. In a way. I'm often inspired by um, the things I see around me, like the people. Um, There was one time I was walking and there was a homeless lady who she had her hands locked around her neck and she was just like, walking really slow in her the way she was swaying and her head was like up in the uh like in the stars it was just very beautiful because she was so committed I don't know if she was high or not but (laughs) (laughs) she was in this world and it was beautiful and it was like I would totally put that on stage like I would totally start a piece off like that and then go into like a phrase yeah. and then go back as to that as like a motif or something. That's really so cool. So you're like always, you're all, yeah, you're always dancing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were telling me like just about how like preparing for a leap. Mm. Oh yeah. Right? I loved that. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Could you talk about that <laughs> and how, what the approach you take to it? And it seems like something that you could like, easily apply to other aspects of your life 
mm-hmm. you know? Yes. Well, okay. Um, I got, I, I watched a video. It was a talk back with Alonzo King and he was relating dance to waves of the ocean and how each move relates to a wave. Like all the waves come and they're going to come strong and then they go back and they come strong again. And like each time it's a wave and relating each movement to a wave. So for example, step, step, jump in the air. You know, some people are just going to think about, okay, let me just jump in the air. Let me show how high I can jump or how far I can split my legs and then come down. And that was the wow factor. But a lot of people don't think about, okay, let me step. Okay. Is my weight evenly on this foot? Let me step again. Okay. I found my weight on this leg. Okay. I'm going to jump in the air. Yes. I'm in this moment and then come down. Ah, that was awesome. You know, Mm -hmm. like being in each moment and not thinking of one part less than the other and one greater than the other. I love that. Yeah. Cause the preparation is just as important to, to the actual, um, to the actual, I guess it's a top moment. (laughs) I even think of this. I, I danced for like 10 years and I remember, uh, there's something about the preparation too that gets your like there's like a muscle memory yeah also like that that gets your mind and body prepared for when you're about to leap. I even think of um some people can go into a pirouette like a turn on one one leg just like from anywhere, but I yeah. remember when you're first starting you like you bring your leg out and then you like plie like you you jump like kind of like bend into it and then you push up mm-hmm. and like having that preparation um it like gets you ready for that and i remember mm-hmm. just thinking in my real life like being more conscious about like what are my preparation steps to get me to to mm-hmm. the pirouette or get you to the leap and like we don't always think about that we're always like how can i just leap and we want to yeah. go from zero to a hundred so and true. just like may we need to like make sure whether that's having a good breakfast that day yes. <laughs> you know like that's gonna be what gets you ready for your day for the for the actual leap, all the stuff that you people don't see. That's so true. Yeah. I and I try to think about that with how I go and start my day. I usually start with um my day with with prayer and um just preparing for like what I would like to happen and um or like not to judge anyone or not to complain or um not to get mad easy just from knowing myself and knowing what has hindered my growth I just often try to pray against that and then when that in praying I'm more aware and conscious of when a situation happens during the day it's like okay I prayed about that ha psych you're not gonna get me this time and then that's my preparation and then the day is like the ta-da the leap (laughs) and then the ending is also Um, A big part too, like I try to reflect on my day, like, okay, from beginning to end. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm thankful that I got breakfast this morning. Didn't have to pay for it. I tried something new. It was good. Um, I, although I overslept, I still got a ride to come here in this beautiful, amazing, like home. 
like with amazing, hilarious people. And there's more to my day to come. And at the end of the day, I'm going to like, it's always good to reflect on like the little blessing like that. And Absolutely. Yeah. It's awesome. That's how you, you know, what's funny. It's like just hearing you say that, even if you're like not technically like a religious person or pray or whatever, mm-hmm. I never thought of praying as like a preparation for the day, like in terms of what you can expect, like, you know, when they say like, oh, think about what you're going to do for your day, whatever. I mean, on a spiritual level, though, it's beautiful, but it's really kind of, it's very like. Just setting some intentions. Yeah. Setting. Yeah. It's very mm-hmm. sensible. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, we were, we were talking a little bit about um, surrender and I, I was just talking about how like, you know, when you really want something yeah. and you go so hard for it and then you like let go and then all of a sudden it shows up. I was, yeah. for me, it's like, it was an aha moment for like, why I'm not particularly like religious in the sense of like to a specific God. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that's why prayer works because sometimes like you've put, you put everything else you could put out there. You know, like if you're looking for a job and you've like, you put all the applications there, you followed up, you've like made the connection and um, you, you really like, did everything you're supposed to do, but they still haven't called you back. Mm-hmm. There's just like other things that are going on that you don't know about. And like, if but you kept okay calling them, it. yeah, you would be like, you start seeing desperate. You might yeah. start saying <laughs> things that like start not making you look good anymore, you know? And so like the best thing you can do is wait. And so mm-hmm. like with prayer, there's this idea of like, you put it in God's hands now. Yeah. Right. And so you're like going to trust the world and it's going to like that, that it's been taken care of. And I feel like that takes a lot of surrender to be like, I'm not going to have the control anymore. Like I'm trying to do more things to make it happen. And like, even if you're not religious, I think there's a mental state you need to be in. Again, that preparation, it's like, maybe you just need to do the prayer instead of just, because it's hard to just be like, stop thinking, you know, like stop thinking about like, yeah. So it's nice to have like a process to be like, this is how you get there, like a vehicle to get to the, to the next phase. Yeah, that's funny um, because, like, actually, one of the my favorite things that from this uh, Judith or Judith Orloff was that she said that like as she was talking about relationships and she said that like in relationships it should be about removing barriers versus searching mm. for like for mm. relationship positive relationships like removing the barriers which is kind of like maybe praying or, or, you know, applying for the job and like doing all the follow-up, like you've basically taken away anything that would get in between that. And then that's all that you can do. Yeah. That's at, like, at yeah, that point you're like, like, literally like, yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <instead of> like, <laughs> yeah. Fine. Like instead of looking and also just in terms of like knowing what you like, like you're saying, like when you pray, you're saying you're not searching. You're like, Oh, I'm not praying to be the, to have like the best performance, which is so, like, mm-hmm. I'm praying to have the most meaningful performance to yes. me personally, which is like, you're not searching for something outside of yourself. Yeah. You're just saying like, how do I like let go and like, let the, and let it come to me. Yeah. Right. That's like that dropping the barriers thing. And it's, and maybe that's actually when you get the idea, maybe there is one more thing you can do. And I feel like that's the moment when you surrender, you may be like, mm-hmm that's when that idea comes like just thinking of job interviews again I think I got one of my dream like yes. quote unquote dream jobs is because I was like maybe I should send them a gift and maybe I should send it from this interview that and I just did it on a whim I was like this is so weird like <laughs> and I think that might have been a big reason why I got that job I don't know but it I got a call was. back like 
like the like. Oh well, I was going to say something that um, you were talking about that you weren't a religious person. Like I would say that in prayer, you don't have to be a religious person. Like you, it's like for me, it's like relationship versus religion, mm-hmm. um, and you don't have to have a religion it's all about relationship like how we we're talking about like with prayer all prayer is is just talking with whatever or whoever you believe in if you don't believe in anything i feel like we all do it even if we say we don't um but especially when yeah. we're in crisis yeah. <laughs> it's okay. like somebody yes. help me <laughs> but but it's like developing a relationship and like you know like setting those intentions like okay like all right i want to get this done and you're putting it out there and then it happens it's like okay i put it out there i said i wanted this to happen and you made it happen and like it's not a coincidence that it happened like and then you blessing someone w- you got a blessing from that, you know, and you reap what you sow. So if you want to be, um, receive more love from people, show people more love. You know, if you want to um, receive a blessing like a job, bless someone, you know, so. (laughs) (laughs) So no, it's just like whenever, like whenever you're going through something, I try to think about like, okay, if I, need some encouragement in my life or I need some money or something and I have a little bit of money, let me bless someone with some money and then some money's going to come my way. Or if I am, or if I have a lot of money and I just want to bless someone, boom. And when the time comes, it's going to happen. Like, okay, I really needed some money right, right now. And it's going to like, Boom, you'd be so surprised. You're so right. Yeah. And it's so counterintuitive. Because mm-hmm. when, especially when you start feeling the scarcity, that's when you like start holding in. Mm-hmm. You stop like, you like save up all your energy. Like, like I wish I was more positive, but like you, yeah, you start going inward because mm-hmm. you feel like there's not enough. Yes. When really, like maybe that's the time you need to surrender. You know, like that's actually an indicator of like, you need to take some breaths and you need to start like, <laughs> Thinking about what you can offer others. And yes. That's, yeah. yeah, that's really beautiful. You help me write this by showing me to give is priceless. And any man who knows a thing knows he knows not a damn, damn thing at all. And every time I felt the hurt and I felt the giving getting me up off the wall, I'm just gonna take a minute and let it ride. I'm just gonna take a With my um relationship i believe in repentance because we're all not perfect so whenever i you know do something that i feel like isn't right i always try to ask for forgiveness and go on about my day because in the past when i wouldn't do something right i could find myself like depressed for like a week like i can't believe i did that yeah. Like, I can't believe it. Oh, I can't believe I did that. Like, I can't believe it. And then, like, it happened like two days ago, and I'm still like, oh my God, I, I can't believe I did that. Like, <laughs> oh my God. But, and then yeah. now that I'm like, okay, all right, life happens. Like, I'm not perfect in understanding my relationship with God and understanding that I'm forgiven. No matter what I do, then, okay, I just make it known, like, okay, I'm sorry this happened or I'm not perfect and keep it moving. And then with my performance, I try to do the same thing, like giving my all, dancing, like 
um, putting my heart on the stage. If I mess up on the step, not getting caught up in like, okay, like I'm not perfect or my boss probably hates me because I messed up his dance and now <laughs> it's going to like, my peers are judging me, but just being like, you know what it is. And, you know, just because that one mistake happened doesn't mean that there aren't going to be more um, positive things or more good things that can happen after or acknowledging the positive things that have happened before that mistake. You know. It's like you take a lot of res- like you have like a responsibility to yourself, and then you take responsibility for all the things. Like, like it's weird because like like the topic is surrender, you mm-hmm. know, which you think of like is this passive thing, but it seems like you you're like like you're saying like when you do something wrong, you're not like you don't Im- immediately go to why it's not your fault. You almost take it too too personally, and then you just but then you're like, okay, I did this, like. Like, I think that that's really interesting, though, like thinking of responsibility um, as being something that correlates with surrender. Well, right. It's being because, in conflict. Because you want to be responsible, you <laughs> actually have to surrender so that you're not like in your head and, yeah. and, and, and stop and having your tight bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you have to blossom because you owe it, not like, I mean, you don't owe it, but like, you have the opportunity to to be blossoming rather than than to holding it all in. Yeah. yeah. It's like um it's like I have no choice but to blossom, but I'm blossoming because of blessings like okay, water. Okay, that's something that I can't give myself, you know. Um sunlight, that's something I can't give myself like rain. <laughs> rain, that's something I can't give myself. That's coming from another source that, okay, it can be a blessing from a person by watering me or putting a lamp over me, or it can be natural from the sky or from, you know, the sun or whatever, you know, but blossoming is going to happen if I want it to or not. And I can decide to be a pretty flower in a beautiful yard or a pretty flower <laughs> in the desert. But no matter where I am, I can You're embrace. You're a pretty flower. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no matter. Oh, thank you. But no, but we're, but it's like, we're all flowers and some people can get caught up in like, Oh, I'm a flower, but I'm in the desert, but, or I'm a flower and I'm here versus like, you could be a weed. You know? <laughs> so shut up. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'll pull you out. Okay. You could be, be a weed, so right. shut up. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know oh what that means. That's amazing. No, that's true. Baby girl, just give it time, y'all see it. If anything, when that flower bloom is dirt still underneath it, I have my jersey dupes on when you hit me like a storm. Wasn't sure. I like how you were saying how most people they um they dance like you try to they're like well I think this happens in a lot of industries but it's like once they become really good it's like I don't want to share this like because mm-hmm. it's like I you know you want to beat out everyone you become like wrapped up in that ego part and you were saying like why it's so important for you cuz you so you dance with Dawson Dance Company mm-hmm. you also are in a hip hop group you teach hip hop heels you work with a talent agency, and then you also do your own site-specific dances, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of these things. But you're mm-hmm. saying it's super important for you to teach because it, like, 
you got to like, you owe it to the dance, right? Yes. I, I think it's very important to teach because I honestly didn't come out of my mom's wound like, hey, five pirouettes in tilt, you know? <laughs> someone, someone taught me and someone was unselfish enough and caring and saw potential in me. And they were like, you know what? He he can't point his feet, but you know what? I'm going to help him out. Like I see something in him and in that it helped me see something in myself that I didn't even see in myself. Like I had some crazy teachers, but if it were if it weren't for them like being harsh sometimes, I wouldn't have tough skin. So then like when I have a job now and someone's like da 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 and I'm like Shoot, when I was 10, my teacher told me that I looked a hot mess. So, like, I don't really care if you think that because I've already gone through that and my skin is tough. But also, you know, like I was saying, you get what you give. And some people think that when they make a certain point, they can't receive anything. Like, they're like, I made it. Like, what do I need to learn? Like, I know everything. Like, I'm the ish or whatever. But I feel like, you can never stop learning. And I personally never want to stop learning. So I don't mind teaching and helping others because one day I'm not going to be here and there is a generation after us. And so I want to plant good seeds, you know, in relation to like the flower. I want to plant good seeds because the influences that our generation have now aren't so, so great. I mean, not saying our in our generation they weren't great as well, but they were a lot better. It's just um, I just want to leave on a good note, and I want to help as many people as possible because I feel like that is part of my purpose. Well, carrying on what I guess your mom first started with you, right? Yes, because I've seen that it has had a a great benefit on my life and the people that I come into contact with. So. It's like, why keep that happiness and what I've discovered about myself to myself when I can help others go about their day and be happy and have a happy life and they can do the same thing with others and do the same thing with others. So then everything and everyone is a better like place. Right. Yeah. What did, what did you learn from your mom about dance? <laughs> I really liked what you said. Uh, I learned that simplicity is... Um, is better often than doing the most. I feel. I feel like doing a lot of times. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people think that okay, I have to do this and I have to do that, and I want to show this off, and I want to, um, in a way to get um clarification that they're good enough, or to get acceptance, or even to impress themselves with, oh, I did all of this. It's very technical a lot of times. Yeah. And then even with dance, it's like, like you said, the more you learn, the more you want to show off that what you've learned. Right. And sometimes it's, it's not about that. Sometimes you have to keep that in your pocket for when it needs to be brought out. And when it's that time, bring it out. When it's not, just keep it cool and and chill and stay ambitious. What, what is it? Chill and ambitious. Chill and ambitious. There we go. <laughs> too much. She doing too much. Henny with the dust. She about to lose touch. Skunk with the blunting. Head like a pumpkin. Floss on the cross. Bobble when she starts. But so your ambition, though, is to keep being a like a vessel for a dance, would mm. you say? 
Yes, I like that. I like that. A vessel. And then your chill is like just what's your chill? My my chill is because I've been through so much, I feel like I can relate to almost anyone so far as mm-hmm. I feel like we've all gone through things and because I've been through so much and I've been you know how they say started, started from, from the bottom. bottom now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here. Started, started from, from the, the bottom, bottom, now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Start, like, like that in a way, but not saying I'm here like, yes, like boom, boom, I'm here. But understanding that we all have struggles and that I can... Um, blossom be, from them. Yeah, blossom from them and be chill and being like, okay, like no one's perfect. And, and how I was talking about like forgiveness and forgiving myself and... Forgiving others as well. I've, I've found that, which was one of the hardest things for oh, me yeah. in my life, was honestly forgiving others because part of me going through so much was because of others. And um, it was not until I started forgiving people and I fully like sat down and someone told me like, you're a very angry person. And I was like, no, I'm not. And they were like, look, <laughs> look at the way you responded. And I was like, what, well, what do you, you suggest? And they're like, you need to forgive everyone in your life that has ever hurt you. And I was like, I'm not doing that. What do I look like? <laughs> I was like, forget them. Like, I don't even talk You're going to them. on that list now. <laughs> right? Bye. And then they were like, but because I was, I love them and I really cared about what they thought and how they viewed things. And they were a very spiritual person. I did that and I was bawling. Like I was crying my eyes out because it was like it, it was like I, I don't know, you know, like when for a diamond it's in a rough and you have to like chip it out before it, mm-hmm. it is beautiful, you know? And so it was like that was happening. Like there was a diamond in there. And I knew it was in there and it was just like, okay, I know my diamond is in there. So I don't like need to chip anything away. Like it's in there. So I'm good. But in forgiving all those people, it was just like, now nothing can hold you back from being beautiful. Yeah. So that, that <laughs> anger and hate you are holding on yes. to for not forgiving is the coal, I guess, right? The, yes. That's around the diamond. That's like, we think you need to protect it because you have like, diamond underneath that you want to like but it actually was holding you back mm-hmm. that, and I think that's I mean that's intense surrender there because that's yes. yeah that puts your ego aside and you really have to trust that it's going to be okay because that hurt all that stuff that people did to you mm-hmm. you know and and you don't want to let it go because in some ways you're like that's it's like letting them get away with it it's yeah. also like your protection you know you're like well, I, you know, I built this up and I'm, you know, now this is protecting my diamond, you know, yeah. like, no. So you don't so think it will happen the, again. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the harsher you are with everyone, then the, then the, the farther people are going to stay away from your diamond. Yeah. And, and that's how I was. I was honestly like that. Like, and because I'm chill, I, nothing really got to me. And because I had been through a lot, it was like, okay, I've been through a lot. Like, so there's nothing that anyone can do to me that. I haven't gone through, so I'm chill. You did that to me. Okay, I'm going to beat you up and keep it moving. <laughs> Bye. You know, it was just like, I don't care. And 
when that you was, could you didn't have room to care. Yeah, I didn't have room to care. My heart was like so black. Like I was like Christina Perry having my <laughs> jar of hearts. No, I can't take one more step towards you. Cause all that's waiting is regret. <laughs> like it it was bad, but and I thought I was good and I thought I was happy, but it wasn't until that I truly did that and fully surrendered in in doing that that I discovered true happiness because they didn't have that power over me anymore. Like if mm-hmm. anyone that did something to me, for example, for a long time my father, my parents were divorced, I had a lot of hate towards my father. But and when someone would bring up his name, it would be like this, like, you know, yeah. like it's like the dog, like, yeah. <laughs> but then it wasn't until I forgave him and I was like, you know what? I don't even have to tell him that I forgive him. I'm doing it for myself. And it, you know, it, it hurt, but it hurt so good. And it was just like when he was brought up, it was just like, oh, okay. Like it was like a big weight yeah. off my shoulders. What about? <laughs> So like how do you, how did you forgive? Because it's like a, I think a hard thing to do. So like was it like you were like I'm gonna try and be nice to this person. I'm gonna try and like let it go. Did you like write a letter like everything you wanted to say to this person and burn it? Like what did you do? Well, there there's multiple ways on how to do that. <laughs> there if you think that you are led to tell the person or you feel like you're strong enough to be like you know what I was pity I forgive you then do that. But most of the time, the process. So I, for me, you can boom, like, like you did this to me and I forgive you. And I thank you for putting me through that. So because now mm-hmm. I'm a stronger person, when someone does this to me, I react in this way. And I've seen that I've gotten respect. And if you wouldn't have put me through hell, I wouldn't have found heaven here in you know, because you want to be forgiven for things that you did, you know, like no one's perfect. Mm-hmm. And if you want to keep getting that forgiveness and just go on about your life, then you have to, like I said, if you want something. I love that. So you're <laughs> saying like, like you need to actually maybe show some empathy to get some empathy. Mm-hmm. Like we always want to be understood. And maybe it's like, maybe in that, that case, yeah. you have to be understanding of like, you know, even though you don't have to be like, it was okay that that person no. reacted that way to mm-hmm. you, but you like can at least see how they got there. And then having the hope is that you can, that they would in some way like understand the consequences of how that made you feel. Yeah. Even if you don't actually engage with them, I think there's like a, maybe even the surrender of realizing sometimes it's not so personal either. Yeah. I think a lot of those hurts are like, this person did this to me. And then when you sound like they're just fucked up, <laughs> you know, like, yes. and like I was in the way of that. And like, I think it's easier for your ego to let go of the hurt of that when it's, you at least realize it's not so personal. Oh my God. Hurt yeah. has everything to do with ego. Yeah. And okay. I've learned oh that God. hurt, hurt people, hurt people. So what is like a successful performance for you? What is or like one of the most successful performances for you in terms of you either feeling like you've made it or just like 
this is why I'm dancing. Just praying the entire time. And if I found that I prayed from the beginning of the show to the end of the show, then I feel awesome. And sometimes prayer can, like, I'll go out of it. And sometimes you have to fight against those bad thoughts. Like some, some thoughts can be like, I'm not good enough or I'm not pretty enough. And you have to be like, boom, punch him <laughs> yeah. in the face. Like, no, I am pretty enough. Or boom, yes, I am good enough. Ha, ah, get out of here. Good thoughts. Come on, let's go. You yeah. know, so it's like a, <laughs> it's like a constant war, you know, yeah. and noticing that and, it's like being a secret agent, kind of. Like <laughs> It's like, okay, you're like waiting for that bad thought to come. And it's like, boom, all right. It's like round one. Let's go, you know? Yeah. So that's, so that's a successful performance for me. I did, you know what I love is like, I didn't, like you talking about like praying all day. It's kind of like which pe- what people do all the time, which is like, oh, like, oh, I have to go to this meeting. Instead of being like, it's kind of like, letting your hopes be heard because I think that there's like a little bit mm-hmm. of a fear of, of like hoping for something. Cause that means you could be let down, but it's kind of like, yeah, hope like voicing your hopes. It's like going to this meeting instead of being like, Oh, this is going to be a stupid meeting. This person is going to be an asshole. Blah, blah, blah. You, yes. You're just like, uh, I hope this meeting goes well. Like, yeah. like, Oh, I hope that I get, you know, like a chance to like, you know, show what I've been working on. Like, oh, like, yes. yeah, it's kind of like that. I hope <laughs> it goes well. No, yeah, it I is hope like everything that. works out for you. It's oh. like anticipation, like positive, positive anticipation. I try to have that all the time. Like you have to go through a test before you can have a testimony or you have to go through a mess before you have a message. <gasps> I love that. I thought you were going to say testimony. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you've turned surrendering into a power, though. Because yes. like it's not thought of as something. Because even when you were talking about when you were like battling the words, like, <laughs> and I think the scary part of surrendering is you know like there's a lot of racial tension going on right now about mm-hmm. stuff and. There's different ways to deal with it, but just like as another tool, like another weapon in the arsenal is, um, I mean, I guess that's kind of what the whole nonviolence movement was predicated upon mm-hmm. is, you know, the power in surrendering and using peaceful means to like get a message across. Mm-hmm. But it is not what the ego normally wants to yeah. go to. The ego wants action. Yeah. And it's yes. not as like... Hollywood stories <laughs> like it's not as dramatic and yeah. cinematic to have someone be like zenning out <laughs> and dissolving it it's like way more uh, adrenaline filled and action packed when you normally are at least easier to get that when someone's like bossing out on somebody mm-hmm. or like getting violent or whatever to like make their point but um, but it is perpetuate you know because violence causes more violence Mm-hmm. Yes, true. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank you for sharing thank all of you. your insights and wisdom with us. I'm gonna praise him, praise him till I'm gone. When the places go up, the blessings come down. Some of the takeaways we got from Frankie's episode, because I think because of his approach, there's a few things that have resulted because of him just accepting the fact that there there is a world much bigger than him 
Um, one of those things is uh, being like, he has so much gratitude for everything. Yeah. And so even his intentions are like, being thankful that the fact that he has, you know, food on the table or that there's water coming from the, like, the, from yeah. the sky. Like he includes those in his, in his gratitude and his intentions for the day. Yeah. And, and the way that he uses prayer is kind of like, like that setting those intentions is just like you put them out there and then you let them go. It's like, oh, like I hope I, I hope, you know, that this performance goes well. I hope that like, I end up having, you know, like I end up getting this extra job. It's more like once you, it's like the surrender, it comes from like acknowledging it and then letting it go. Yeah. That there's that part, like that there's at least two parts. But to it's it. active. Like they have setting the intention is the active part. And then you can just be like, oh, like now I can chill. Yeah. I like that because I think at first I was a bit conf- like confused because I was like, how are you present? But also looking into the future. But I think it's because of that, right? He just sets the intention and then he lets it go. Yeah, and then it's kind of like out of your hands. Like you can just be, you know. Right. Well, except for like being a better person in the moment, you know. Yeah, he still takes uh, responsibility for when, you know, things don't go perfectly. Yeah. um, Because he's always learning, which is another part. Yeah, I love that too about how like he kind of like listened to his teeth, you know, that his teacher or whoever taught him like, you know, about like he needed him needing to let go of his anger and forgive and then also just like giving back through like, you know, his responsibility to teach others. Mm-hmm. And that's like about this whole generational thing. Yeah. Like he's 23 and he's like thinking about what his intentions into like his current intentions and how he's teaching other people what he knows so far and how that needs to be passed on. And I think you have to have like a bigger picture to, to have that sort of uh, awareness. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, he's literally just like the happiest person ever. It's so, it's so charming. Right. So yeah, that's, that's some of the takeaways that we got from Frankie We Three, and we hope that you can apply those to your own life. And uh, we have a question you didn't know was relevant to help you think about this a little bit more. Yeah, so um, can you think of a time when you finally let go and gave up after stressing about something and had room to think and then realized that it turned out all right? Yeah, and it may even turn out even better. Yeah. Um, uh, you finally were able to solve that problem you were trying to figure out. Someone finally called you back and find out what it was. Uh, Yes, we just want you to think about that because I think that will give you uh, the courage to surrender. Yeah. And not see it as this completely defeating thing. And again, it's it's that two-step process of setting your intentions and letting go. So it's not just like, oh, uh... I surrender because I want to be chill and not like put any work into whatever you're doing. Like, I don't know if it is. I, I love the job job uh, scenario. So you're looking for a job. But if you're like, oh, I surrender immediately and just hope that some like jobs are going to come your way without you putting the effort in. That's not necessarily sur- like the type of surrendering we're talking about. It's yeah. like putting the intentions out there, but then also not being so uh, tied to the, to the outcome. Tied to the outcome. Yeah, that's really important. Um, so yeah. Yeah, that was wonderful. Um, if you'd like to learn more about Frankie, you can scope out his YouTube. It'll be on the uh, on the page, but it's Frankie Lee Three. Uh, he also dances for Dawson Dance uh, Company in San Francisco, so it's 
dawsondancesf.org. Uh, we'll also be on the social medias and all that stuff. So hit us up at Chill Ambitious. Also let us know the answers to those uh, the questions. answers to the questions. Yeah. So at Chill Ambitious on all the things, IG, Twitter, Snapchat, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. And then he also, <laughs> the funniest, the best video I've ever seen of him just like dancing in a, in a, Kitchen, and uh, that's going to be on the website because it's literally. I watched it three times today. Um. Yeah, if you if you need like something to lift your spirits, and you uh, want want to get some more Frankie Lee three, please check out this video. Well, it's going to be on the social media. It'll be everywhere. It will be on the things. Um, you could also check out our website, chillandambitious.com, which we where we will have show notes and resources. Yes, it's true. Uh, and so finally. We have one more thing to talk about, which yes. is our iTunes reviews. Which yeah, which you need to subscribe to and um, rate us, por favor. We love them. We need them. That helps other people find us, out. Find us too. Um, so yeah, since you're our day ones, oh, help, yeah. help some sisters out. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week's uh, review that we're featuring. That we're featuring. Is by Ben Jurganov. Would you like to read this one, Olivia? Mind expanding. Five stars. Five whole stars. This podcast constantly makes me go, hmm. That's, a, that's an intense hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. hmm. Uh, oh, no, are constantly bringing up things I had never thought about before. And the guests are very interesting and entertaining. Yes. Uh, yes. We love you, Ben. Love you, love you, love you. Love you. Um, so that's our show. Yes, it is. I'm O. I'm No. And goodbye. Bye-bye. Light bulb hanging over my head. I hope you're never going to go out, never go 